Are you ready to turn your investments into retirement income? Listen in as Jeremy Kyle and his guests reveal ways you can make smarter retirement, investment, and tax planning decisions to achieve your ideal retirement. You will learn more about your money so you can feel better about your money and make better money decisions. Now, on to the show. Welcome to Retirement Revealed. I'm your host, Jeremy Kyle, and we're here to turn your retirement savings into a consistent income. And today we have Chris Kiefer with us. He is the owner at Castle Senior Living right here in New Berlin. Chris, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I've known you for quite some time, actually. Uh, family members of mine have gone to high school with you and family members, so it's it goes way back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think we've golfed together, too, and I'm sure you beat me. <laughs> <laughs> we have. We have a lot of fun. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, well, so Chris owns Castle Senior Living at you look at their website, it says independent living, assisted living, memory care. And we're part of the series right now talking about legacy and the life issues. And obviously some levels of different levels of senior living is a, is a big deal. And maybe could you help us out just define those different terms, the independent living, assisted living, uh, memory care, things like that. Yeah, there are several options. So independent living is just that, independent living. It's it's really for seniors 55 and older. Uh, there really is not a lot of services offered in independent living. It's just like going to rent an apartment. But the good thing is with that is that you are around you know, other individuals your age that you can hang out with, do some activities together with. But there's not a lot of support there uh, for if you need some help with with any type of care or medication or meals or anything like that. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you do need any assistance with that, then you want to look at assisted living. And within assisted living, there are RCACs, so residential care apartment complexes. And that's an apartment complex that does offer some light assistance. So with meals, medications, some light care assistance. But they are limited on what they can offer. Uh, the, the next level is called a CBRF community-based residential facility. And they can offer a little bit more care. And so if you do need help with, like I mentioned, meals, medications, any type of care assistance with dressing or bathing or doing structured activities, then the CBRF is, is a good fit. Also provides an opportunity to do more advanced care and memory care as well. So uh, those are kind of the different different facilities, different licensures between independent living, assisted living, and memory care. And then further along, we don't provide, but but it is in the community, is a skilled nursing facility that, mm -hmm. that a lot of people know as well. So Yeah, the skilled, that's more like the, the nursing home. When you yep. hear people say, I don't want to go to the nursing home, like that's what you're, <laughs> you're talking about. That's what it is. And a, and a lot of nursing homes do have a rehab component to it. Uh, a lot of them are uh, Medicare certified to do uh, short-term rehab so mm -hmm. if you if mom or dad has a fall at home then a lot of times they go to the hospital they need some short-term rehab then they'd go to a skilled nursing facility and do that rehab there and then either go back home or, or look for an assisted living from there mm -hmm. yeah you hear that a lot especially people have questions about medicare what medicare covers things like that the way i approach it uh, when people ask well does medicare cover this nursing home my my thought is well if they expect you to get out of the nursing home then Medicare might be helping out with there. If they expect you to be in the nursing home kind of to the end of your life, then then it's, you know, private pay or perhaps looking to government things like like Medicaid, uh, things like that. How's, does that sound like an accurate description? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <clears throat> so, yeah, Medicare usually covers only short-term mm -hmm. stays. So 
it, it'll cover a certain period of time until until you can rehab back to to where you need to be and it, it definitely is situational so depending on what your what your situation is and what you're what you're going in there for medicare covers different lengths of stay a little sure. bit for that so gotcha well, that was helpful just hearing the different types everyone just assumes it's kind of like you're at home and you go to nursing home and there's no in between but there's just huge amounts of in between there's even there in between where you can get care uh, in your home on there so it's just uh absolutely yeah. amazing yeah there are a lot of options there for you yeah in-home cares is definitely an option and then like we mentioned a lot of different there's independent living assisted living memory care there's a lot of different options and then a lot of different sizes too and different types of facilities out there different types of communities so if you know you've probably seen them large facilities medium small so right. a lot of different options for people yeah, absolutely. And I saw actually the person we had on last week talking about in the podcast, uh, she has on her website that the population of people 65 and older is going up by 85% in the next 20 years. So clearly this is a big, big deal. A lot more people are going to be needing some level of care, even just independent living. Uh, we've got a few people who are, um, I'm just thinking of one widow in particular right now, you know, so you, you're in your family home, your husband passes away. And now all of a sudden your, your normal social life, your structure, how you live your life is completely different. And she finally was convinced to go to independent living from her, her kids. She loves it there. They're having trips. She's, she's meeting other people that are in similar situations. It's, you know, you finally uh, have some things to, to look forward to again. It's, it's kind of a nice uh, Kickstarter to her, to her social life. Yeah, it is. That's the advantage of it. So a lot of people say, I'm just going to live in my home for the rest of my life and that's it. And they don't think of other options and they right. don't want to think they're some people are pretty stubborn that way but if you think about it yeah community setting is just that it just gives them an opportunity to to meet other people to be social again and to do different activities go different places and and enjoy enjoy friends and develop other relationships yeah that you may not have at home or have the opportunity to so yeah it's big helps with uh it's nice to look into it to see what what's out there to see how you can you know, have a, a different lifestyle that, that might be more conducive to even being safe. A lot of people that have lived in their homes for quite some time, the, the codes might not have been there in the building 40 years ago or 80 years ago whenever the house got, got built. So a lot of times these, these communities have to keep up with the codes and so it's going to be a, just a safer environment for, for mom or dad or for yourself, whoever, whoever's looking at it. Yeah. And a lot of people try to retrofit their their own home. They they come in and they redo their bathroom or put a ramp outside, and and that's okay. And that that can definitely work in some some situations. But yeah, we already have it built where it's handicap accessible, and mm-hmm. uh, we've we've put grab bars in, and the environment's set up that way. But it really the the advantage that we offer as an assisted living and and a community is is the community is right. the social aspect is just being around other people it's comforting mm-hmm. yeah you know, that you have caregivers that help take care of you and you have nursing staff that help over oversee your care and having organized activities just brings more structure to to their life and brings more joy yeah absolutely you know? You talked about small facilities, larger communities, things like that. You've got an interesting situation. You have, I think, even homes in the community. Like you're just walking down the street and there's a, a family living here, a couple living here, and then here, here's a senior living uh, home right there in the community. What's that like? 
Yeah, we do offer smaller settings like that. It's like a real home-like setting. So we have a group of eight residents that live in a home together, and mm-hmm. it just makes the transition a lot easier if, if mom or dad is living at home and they need to move into a community. It gives a nice option that this is just like home. Right. I mean, you know, just like home, you have your, your living room, your dining room, your kitchen, and you can come and go. You can you can help out just like you did at home and and go outside and do do planting and become engaged. Just just have the support of other people and and care staff with you. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's like that. Uh, that was the first time I ever heard things like that where uh, you would. That's kind of where things started. Maybe even yeah. uh, if you could talk about that. You you got a pretty cool story of how you and your family started this business years ago by bringing people into your own home, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, really unique experience growing up. So my brother and I were like 10 and 12 years old, and our parents brought in seniors in our own home and licensed our home as an adult family home, which you could have up to four mm-hmm. for other people. And talking about a great experience growing up really taught us how, to, how much of an impact we have on other people's lives, just doing simple things like helping with meals and engage in conversation, helping clean the room. It just makes a big difference in their lives. Yeah, absolutely. And then you've just expanded on to all these other uh, homes that are within the neighborhoods and you've got a place in McGuanago, I believe. And now you just, yeah. you just built and opened a place in New Berlin. Yeah, we did the Grand Hills Castle right on Cleveland Avenue, 130th in Cleveland. It's a beautiful setting. We designed it to be big enough to offer a lot of great amenities and programs. Mm-hmm. And yet small enough to feel like, you know, we're all family and we know everybody's name and it's uh, it's great culture. Big enough to re- residents can walk around and get engaged and, and yeah. feel like they're not cooped up. But yet but yet it is small enough, again, to right. to know everybody and have mm-hmm. some fun. So We even set up like a Main Street in the middle, kind of with like the barbershop and all. Yeah, we did. We have, uh, <laughs> yeah, we have a barbershop. We have... Uh, a, a spa area. We have uh, a, a rehab workout fitness room. We have a game room, a little chapel in there, mm-hmm. and, and a piano lounge. That yeah, I like to go and play the piano there. It's That's what I was going to ask about. I see yeah. a piano in there, and I think you're you're kind of the rock star of the uh, of the place. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a ton of fun. We go in there and and, and jam out for for a good hour and do some sing-alongs and get yeah. the residents dancing a little bit and just just a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, sure. Uh, I like it, how you mentioned the singing uh, part of it in the songs. We've got someone on our podcast, uh, Marty Schreiber, who's a former governor of Wisconsin, and he talks about how he's been caring for his wife for 18 years now with Alzheimer's. And one of the obviously, you know, your your memories decline and get worse and worse to the point where you uh, maybe just don't have much memory of even your own husband, your own kids. But he would sing to her, and she would sing along. And it's just amazing that uh, here's somebody that, and there's videos on, on online of different news stations that have uh, shown this, where she just is singing along and she just, you can see her eyes light up, uh, how somehow music just connects with people, even in a point where they've lost other memories, they still, it just brings them back. That's just, that's awesome. Yeah. With Memory Care, we actually created a program called the Smile to Remember program. And it's it's a way to train our staff, but it, it's really has seven core principles, and it's really a, a way to to keep our residents happy, engaged, mm-hmm. and smiling. And that's what it's all about is is to do little things like that, uh, music, and and get them smiling, engaged, and singing along. And you'd be surprised, you know, some residents have some memory issues and, mm-hmm. and dementia, Alzheimer's. They still like to enjoy the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Know? 
Well, it sounds like like a community. Sometimes you hear the term facility, but it's definitely a community aspect, which is really what people ought to be uh, looking for if they're looking for a, a place for themselves or a place for mom. Yeah, I like to say like our culture is really important to us and we're a family company, we're local. And that's what really sets us diff- sets us apart from others. It's a lot of different companies out there, a lot of different assisted living facilities are the owners are out of state, they're mm-hmm. managed, you know, big corporations and right. and we're local, we're we're family oriented and that's that's our culture. Just supportive, friendly, nice people. Yeah. For sure. Well, if someone were to come and take a tour of uh, your communities or maybe just any of them in general, can you give us some ideas, some questions people should be asking? How can they figure out what's right for them? What questions should they be asking on a, on a tour? Yeah, great, great point. Uh, and we talked about this before. It's it, it's really important to, to, to plan ahead, mm-hmm. right? Because so many people are in a position where, you know, mom or dad has a crisis, they go in the hospital and they have to find a place within a couple of days. And it is, it's nice to, to try to look ahead and, and try to plan a little bit on, okay, if, if mom or dad are in this situation, what are my options? And what places can I tour? How can I educate myself a little bit more about what's out there? What are our options? So uh, a couple of questions I like to, to look at is, is the three C's, I say. So cost is important. How, what type of facility, what type of a community can you afford? What are options out there? So, so cost, it, it does come down to cost a lot. So mm-hmm. if you don't have a lot of funds, if you're on the family care program or state-funded program, uh, there are locations. We have locations that, that offer that opportunity. You can, you, can be, you, could, you could come right in with that type of financing. Gotcha. So other, other communities... You have to pay a few years. You have to have private funds for a few mm-hmm. years. So that's important. Comfort is is another thing to look at. So looking at the environment. Is it clean? Is it comfortable? Where's my mom and dad going to stay? Where are they going to sleep? How close is the bathroom? That type of thing is it's important to know. Mm-hmm. You know. Is it bright? Is it is it cheerful? Is it how how's the feeling of the environment? And the last one is is care. Right, care is really an important aspect. That's why you're moving into a community because mom or dad needs some needs some support. So, how does the care look? How's the longevity of the staff? How's the training program? The staffing patterns, the nursing oversight. How are the meals, the activities? You can also look at the previous state inspections as well. Mm-hmm. How, how's the facility holding up from from a state standpoint? So yeah, and that so, information's out there. That is. I, I guess, how could they find that? If they, how would you find a state inspection report? It's usually posted at the community level, so you can just ask right there when you're touring. You yeah. Know, can, we, can we see your last survey? There you go. You can also look it up online. So, mm-hmm. so the state has a website. You can look up different communities and, and, and how their survey went. So. Yeah, well, we'll find that. We'll find that uh, direct link to the website so people can find that. But probably worthwhile... Uh, to just ask them directly if they're they're dodging the question, then that might give you <laughs> yeah. give you some thoughts right there. But if they say absolutely, here it is, ready to go. We have it printed out. Then you know they're proud of the way that they take care of their their clients or their their community members. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, you you mentioned some training you do even on your website. You have uh, a lot of training that you put on your website for people that aren't even employed by your company to come out and get get trained. Tell me about that, and maybe even why you you have it set up that you're willing to train people that aren't even your employees. How's how's that work out? Yeah, so we're passionate about 
education and and we want to be a leader in 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 training and training caregivers and and other people in the community to to care for for seniors and that's that's mm-hmm. what we've been doing for forever and we want to continue that and and be the best at it so we developed this training academy we call it mm-hmm. and we offer trainings different types of training so they could be state certified in medication administration standard precautions fire safety choking and first aid mm-hmm. we also do uh, dementia specific training as well mm-hmm. so our trainers dementia certified so we train on that and then we incorporate those things in our orientation as well so when staff are hired on we do a pretty thorough job with with training orientation and spend a lot of time just on the front end mm-hmm. to make sure that the employee the caregiver has yeah. a good experience they know yeah. what they're doing and you know, when they when they hit the floor that they have that education to pull from and you say caregiver a lot of times the caregiver is a family member and it, it might be a, a son or a daughter, a niece or nephew, and they're taking care of you know the relative, but they have zero training. I'm just wondering, could could someone like that, someone who's a caregiver that's not an employee, that's not like getting paid to caregive, could they come out and just learn some more uh, from you guys? Yeah, absolutely. That's that's welcome. We love that. Yeah. So anybody anybody who's caring for their mom or dad or just wants some some education, come on out and sign up for the class. Yeah, we offer them pretty regularly. Just come on our website, uh, sign up, and 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 come check it out and educate yourself a little bit more. Yeah, I think it'd be a great idea. A lot of people just because maybe grandma was in their home thirty years ago, forty years ago, and now something's happening to their mom or dad, and they feel like an obligation, or maybe it's a financial thing where they say, "I've got to take care of my my relative." They have zero training on that, and they're taking the time, they're taking the effort, they're probably even losing money from their own job or paying for things that they weren't paying for before. I think it'd be a great idea just to say, well, go get a little bit of training from professionals, people that care enough to to offer this. That'd be a great way to help people out in your home or, or however uh, the situation is. Yeah, our dementia training goes into how to handle challenging behaviors, right? Yeah, because it's the different. It's a different view of life, unfortunately. And the, the behaviors are different. And right. so how do you respond to that? It's got to be a big deal. Yeah. So when they have behavioral changes, it's important that the, the family understand why they're having those changes mm-hmm. and they can respond to them appropriately. Yeah. That's just going to make the entire situation better for the caregiver, better for the, the, the patient, I suppose, is a, a way to phrase it. So, yeah, like I said, you want to try to keep the resident in a happy state of mind. Mm-hmm. For sure. And so it's important to have that approach. Definitely. Right. So otherwise you can get in a situation where you're arguing or yelling back and mm-hmm. forth and it just escalates into into behaviors and problems. So yeah. yeah. getting That's... that training off the bat helps, you know, keep that at bay and keep the relationship strong. Absolutely. Good. Well, uh, before we uh, finish up here, I think there's about there's somewhat of an elephant in the room when it comes to a senior living. Uh, communities and, and nursing homes the last 18 months, and especially way back at the beginning of the COVID pandemic, the just the connection between COVID and, and nursing homes, especially, was just uh, not good. I don't, I don't believe. Uh, can you right. just talk more about that? How, what, how has this whole situation changed senior living uh, communities? Yeah, so I think with COVID, obviously everybody was impacted, right? Every, mm-hmm. not only our industry, but every industry. Right. was impacted and and uh, a lot of people had fears with 
with how they're going to be affected by it. Uh, senior living in particular, because we have a vulnerable population, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, the good thing is, is that we did have precautions in place to help mitigate the risks. And our, our communities did really well with COVID. Yeah, that's good to hear. So I credit that to, to my team I have in place. Did a great job with mitigating the risk, following all the protocols to help prevent that. I know a lot of family members had a hard time, and understandably, we had restrictions in place, um, no visitation for a while, and but we did we did adapt to that. You know, we we allowed for we did a lot of visit, video visitations, window visits, those type of things, and I know it was nerve wracking for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, but through the through the time, they still had an opportunity to to take their loved one out in the community if they wanted to. Mm. They they still were allowed to by right to go to go out. So they could leave the location for a little while and and then come back. So it wasn't a total situation where you know they they couldn't do anything. You right. Know? And well, you hear about the news, like these <clears throat> lockdowns and, and things like that. And it's just, it's a tough spot to be in. You've got uh, to keep the health of the entire community. And at the same time, there's an individual there that uh, wants to see their family members, wants to stay healthy themselves. So it's, it's great to hear that you guys did well in your own facilities. It's great that you are taking all those precautions and hopefully the rest of the uh, senior living you know, industry is, is doing the same. It is. It is. One thing to say is too is if if you get a cold or you get sick at home, who's going to help take care of you? And personally, if you get sick, it, it's it's miserable. So mm-hmm. in a community, you do have other staff around that can help. They can bring you food, you know, bring right. you, bring you fluids and and help help keep track of how you're doing. We have a nurse that's that's available that follows up and and make sure that. You know, you get your medications, you get your fluids, your food, and, and you're doing well. And communicates with the physician, and, and you get that individualized care. Yeah. So there's a lot to be said about that. Also with activities. You know, our activity program, it did it did change, but it kept going. You know, right. we were able to do a little more one-on-one activities. And, mm-hmm. and so it didn't completely stop. Yep. And so I think a lot of people thought that, you know, you hear the news stories of – these residents are, and I'm sure this this happened in some cases where residents were completely isolated and, mm-hmm. and and didn't have anybody. But in the majority of the communities, we had each other. You know, yeah. the care staff were still there, and we were still creating conversation and mm-hmm. and trying to have a good time, doing creative activities within the community. And all the meals were, and the moment we were locked down, the meals were brought to the residents' rooms. So, you know, right. room service with the meals, individual activities, mm-hmm. and socialization with the care staff. And so that was, a, we were able to keep that going and, you know, brought some joy to the residents. For sure. You know, as much as we could. So yeah, it was definitely a hard time, but things have opened up since. Absolutely. Things have, now we're able to have visitors. We're able to to have a little more freedom and, and yeah. do what we like and have more group activities and that type of thing. And again, just having, trying to have a good time, trying to enjoy uh, the life in the community and um, keep those moments going to, to keep our residents happy and safe and, and comfortable. 
Exactly. Well, yeah, and just you, you think through, it's not just, okay, you're in a community with a lot of other people, and maybe that's a, a dangerous situation for, for COVID. You live at home, you got to get your food from somewhere. You're going to the, the grocery store, especially early on, people had, uh, had a lot of fear around going to the grocery store. And you hear all kinds of reports about how the isolation is just a horrible thing for people in general, and especially as you get older. So here you are in a senior living community where you're bringing the food to the, the residents. They don't have to worry about going to the grocery store and they're socializing with each other. They don't have to worry about that. Or you're thinking through of, they might not have been using video calls as much as they were uh, all of a sudden in, in COVID. And next thing you know, you've got uh, staff that can help you out with making that video call so they can still keep in touch with their, their kids and their, their grandkids, things that might not have been able to happen uh, at home. So that's, that's just good. You got to keep in mind the community aspect and how just working together is a, is a big help uh, for everybody. So yeah, there's, you know, there's a lot of fear generated by mm-hmm. by community living and assisted living, and, and and we just want to reassure people that we we got the care, we've got the support there, uh, and, and the education training to to minimize the risk and and still emphasize having a good time and right and and enjoying uh, enjoying each day. So. So we'd be creative and we do things to, to help that. Definitely. Good. Well, uh, if you're somebody out there that's needing some level of support and actually wants to uh, work with people that are well-trained, that are family atmosphere, that, that are caring about their residents, how, how can people get a hold of you guys? Sure. Go on our website, castlewi.com. Give us a call, 262-333-9043. We're happy to help, happy to give you a tour, talk about what your needs are and, and help you out there. Yeah, definitely. That's great. Yeah, it's, it's been fun watching you and your company grow and helping more and more people over the, the last few years. And I can, I've can i I've been to one of your uh, uh, communities, the, the new one uh, in New Berlin, and I can tell you they got great food and, and the piano sounds great, especially if Chris is, uh, Chris is on the key. So it's, uh, it's good. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks. Appreciate that. Good. Well, thanks, Chris, for coming on out. And thank you to everyone else for, for listening to the Retirement Reveal podcast. We believe if you know more about your money, you will feel better about your money and you make better money decisions. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Revealed podcast. Click on the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit retirement-revealed.com to learn more. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Kyle Financial Partners. Kyle Financial Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Consult your attorney or tax professional. Representatives have general knowledge of the Social Security tenants. For complete details on your situation, contact the Social Security Administration. Kyle Financial Partners is a part of the Thrivent Advisor Network, a registered investment advisor. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.